Welcome to Salute to the Ears, where my family and I discuss everything Disney, from parks, food, and rides, to travel tips, movies, and more. Hi friends, welcome back to Salute to the Ears a family podcast all about Disney and all the best things about it. And today we get to talk about one of my very favorite things, shopping. Well, more specifically, shopping in preparation for a Disney World vacation and a Disney trip. With me today is my dashing husband, Jeremy, and he is super excited to talk about all the... (laughs) All the things that we typically shop for and plan for in uh, preparing for our Disney vacations, which we are doing now. If it has to do with going ahead and planning for a trip, I'm all for it. So if it's shopping, it's shopping. Now, we are under the 90-day mark now for our trip, and this is typically when I really start like hammering down on purchasing things, partly because... A, I want to have time to get them, and shipping delays are still an issue right now everywhere. Um, But I also always have kind of a running list of things that, like, I might buy one or I might buy three things and need to send something back and exchange it or, like, do something different. But we were talking about things that we need to get for our trip and what are our necessities. What are those things where, like, we will tell every person who is trying to plan a trip – what are the things that we're like, you need to take this with you? Make sure you have this and prep for it. Um, and things that we've learned on our previous trips. And man, this list gets big, big fast. Right. But it gets big fast because we prefer to buy as much as we can here rather than at the parks. Because the Disney trip itself is already expensive. Yeah. And it gets way more expensive if you're having to buy some of these items down in the parks. Now, I'm going to preface this like, and give you a little caveat of like, I run cold. So I am almost always cold. Right. Like it, it doesn't, it can be literally today, it was almost 80 degrees here in Kansas City. And I was out at the park with my kids and my nieces and nephews in a, in jeans and a light sweater. Yeah, that's not me. Not me. I'm the opposite. I run cold, whereas you could roll around in like tank top and shorts and when it's 65 and be totally fine. Right. Don't know about tank top, but okay. it, yeah. T-shirt. It, t-shirt. Yeah. It's uh, 65, I think, is kind of about that mark, especially when the sun goes down. And if there's any kind of a breeze, yeah, it might get a little chilly. I'm just going to say that. Like, I am the type of person who plans for the fact that I am going to be cold. Right. I am going to be cold when we are inside in the air conditioning. And I am going to be cold when there is no sun. You joke that I'm solar powered. Right. No, you are completely solar powered. (laughs) So, and it, even in the early summer months, if that sun goes down, like, you can still have some nights that are down in the 60s and if you're sitting there waiting for the fireworks to go off it might get a little chilly so we'll just say that okay we kind of have a running list of things and i'm going to try to put some of those top big necessity items in the show notes um Mm -hmm. 
And I'm also going to put together some information um, for Instagram and Twitter as well, but that may be later this weekend. Um, my number one thing, though, besides clothes for every day, obviously, underwear, socks, you know, like your toiletries, those basic things that you would take on any trip. Right. Right. Um, you're planning for weather. So you got about four or five months out of the year where you need to really plan for cooler weather yeah. in Florida. Um, and then, you know, you've got somewhere in the seven to eight month range where you're planning for mostly warmer weather. Right. So pack accordingly based on your timeline of when you're going. When we right. go in December, we're packing jeans, you know, t-shirts, but also sweatshirts, sweatshirts like jackets. jackets. We have worn our heavy winter coats before. Right. Um, during the winter, being in Florida, you've got to plan. Like, so this is the stuff that is not just weather specific, like, or not just like general right sunshine weather specific and i think you also need to if you think you've packed enough socks pack a couple more pair because (laughs) chances are especially if it's warmer out so spring summer early fall you're going to get wet at some point it's going to rain during the day plan on what socks yeah i feel like a lot of our items start with s they're all they're all the s's okay my number one thing like socks extra socks multiple pairs of shoes now even if you're going for only like four days you need to pack more than one pair of shoes right absolutely because once again one pair gets wet you're gonna need another pair to put on you're gonna need another pair to put on and we also highly recommend quick dry shoes some of our favorite options are crocs hey dudes chacos um tevas tevas However you say them, the, like, you know, the, we call them the old man sandals. Um, Stuff that even good flip-flops, like croc flip-flops, like stuff that has some support in it. um, With those, I will say, you need to be used to wearing them. Yes. Because you want that thing in between your toes, and if you're walking around all day, next thing you know, you got blisters in between your toes, that's not going to be very comfortable. Yeah. Um, but plan for needing to wear more than one pair of shoes, because especially if you are going more than three or four days, right? If you're going five, six, seven days, by the time you hit day five, I guarantee you, if you wear the exact same pair of tennis shoes every single day, you will have blisters no matter how broken those shoes are. And even if you've stayed dry the entire time, we actually had one, the last time we took the kids, we had a morning where we went ahead and went to the parks, which were empty because it was pouring Pouring. it was pouring down rain now we all had crocs right and so we just wore our crocs and splashed around in the water because it didn't matter we just went for crocs and we got dry and later on i think some of us did put some socks on with them but you know it's something like that where you've got some support you've got closed toed right sort of but that rain thing happens a lot. A lot. During the summer months, it's daily. And with that, I think the other thing you need to get before you go down there is a poncho. Yeah. Ponchos down there are expensive. And when it starts to rain, everybody goes for them. Yeah. You might as well order them 
online through Amazon, go to Walmart, go to Target, go wherever, you can get ponchos much cheaper than what you'll be able to down there. Mm-hmm. And they fold up small, throw them in your bag, don't take up much room. Yeah, and if you buy like even the cheap clear ones, the like you know they're like two dollars or something like that, mm-hmm. and they're just the cle- the cheap clear ones. Even if you don't ever open them and don't ever have to use them, you know they can even be something where like you may only wear it to ride Splash Mountain mm-hmm. because you don't want to get your outfit wet, or um, you know you may wrap up a kid's uh outfit that got soiled in right. it to stick it in your bag Ugh, you know don't take forget it about that thing <laughs> ponchos are essential we usually take the ones that either can fold in on themselves like into a pocket like on right. it um or we will go ahead and take a couple of the cheap clear ones as well to have as backups the only thing i don't like about the colored ones or ones that are kind of you know a little heavier duty is that if you wear an outfit or, you know, a group t-shirt or something that you are wanting to show off at all, you can't see that as soon as you put that poncho on. And so it kind of defeats the, we have some rather awful pictures, I think, of some of our, from that trip, because we all had on these like Like red, red, bright red ponchos. And it was, it was a little awkward. Yeah. But um, I, I would say, Quick dry shoes and, and good tennis shoes. Right. Extra socks, a poncho, oh. that sweatshirt or jacket. Because I'm telling you, as soon as the sun goes down, yep, it, it does feel colder, especially right. when I, it's wet. I think down there, like if if you're used to cold weather, mm-hmm. I think down there, like if it's 65, to me that's like 55 mm-hmm. here. So I think that kind of... You're like, oh, it's still 65 down there. It's not going to be cold. It feels a little different. Mm-hmm. So I think there's like a 10 degree buffer. You got, you got humidity. You've got all kinds of differences yeah, in I don't that. Know. But yeah. I get cold in the in the AC, especially during the summer right. when you're dressed for the outside where it's hot, and then you walk into some place where right. the AC is blasting, and suddenly I'm shivering and can't right. stop. So I almost always take a sweatshirt or some kind of light sweater with me, or a jacket. Rent a locker if you need to. Keep right. them stashed in a stroller. Um, bring one that's, you know, you can either tie around your waist or right. fold up small enough to fit into a backpack. Right. Because um, typically, like, other than our ponchos, like, you want, kind of want the ponchos on you. Yeah. Unless you're really paying attention. Like, oh, it looks like it's going to rain. Let's run back to our locker. But we'll throw, that's where, like, we bring extra shoes with us. That's where mm-hmm. they're at. Extra socks are usually in a locker. Yeah, we are past the point of having a stroller with us, which right. makes a huge difference as far as what we carry, what we put in a locker, and mm-hmm. what we decide to bring with us. Right. I will not go to a park, though, if there is any chance at all of rain. Right. I will not go to a park without a poncho. Yep. And not, like you said, nine times out of ten, especially during certain months, it's going to rain at some point that day. Right. Even it if is. it's for ten minutes. Yep. It's going to rain. And so, you know, be prepared for that. That being said, one of my other main things that I will always tell everyone to bring, because there are still people who think that Disney controls the weather and that you can't get sunburn at Disney World. Not true. Bring sunscreen. Right. Bring good sunscreen. Bring one that you like. Um, I have 
an issue with several types of sunscreens where it really breaks me out, breaks me out in hives. Like, um, I cannot use them. And so I have to be careful about what kinds that I bring with me. Mm -hmm. Um, you can also buy sunscreen at the parks. Right. But once again, it gets more expensive, but it's, it's there and you may need to apply multiple times. Multiple times, especially if you have gotten wet on say like Splash Mountain or, um, you know, Kali River Rapids right. or something like that, where you've gotten soaked, remember that sunscreen isn't going to last. The other thing is, if you are wearing sandals, and particularly if you live somewhere that you do not typically wear sandals, and your feet are a little unused to seeing the sun, you're going to need to remember to put sunscreen on the tops of your feet, the tops of, yeah. like above your knees, on your thighs, if you're wearing shorts. Um, and making sure you're really getting the back of your neck and your ears. Right. Sunburn on top of your feet when you're going to be walking, especially if that's your first day, can make Mm -hmm. for a miserable time. Now, something else that you brought up earlier that I was like, ooh, yes, absolutely, is sunglasses. Yep. Got to have sunglasses. Now, I will also say with that, bring some cheap ones Uh, or cheaper ones. Don't bring your... Like, unless, like, you're dead set on wearing your $200 Oakleys. Right. Bring some cheap sunglasses with you because there is a good probability that you're going to set them down somewhere. Right. They're going to fall off your head. For a lot of the rides, you have to take them off. Yeah. So, I've lost multiple pairs of sunglasses in one trip. Yes. So, not bringing the expensive ones. Yeah. We do not bring expensive ones with us. They're all either from, like, Walmart, Target. Right. Something that hopefully still looks decent, but yeah. I'm not going to be thoroughly upset if you lose them because you kind of need them. It's bright and sunny. The other half of that is a hat. Yep. You typically wear a ball cap at the parks. I do. Jackson really likes bucket hats. Brooklyn and I will also rock a ball cap sometimes. Um, right. You will have to take them off for most most rides. of the rides. Especially any that are considered like a thrill ride. Right. So typically what I'll do is take my sunglasses off, put them in my hat, mm-hmm. and then there's like a pocket in front of you. Or you just have to hang on to them mm-hmm. both at the same time. But yeah. yeah, you do have to take it off. Just don't forget to grab it on your way out. <laughs> the other aspect of that is like some rides you think, well, I don't need to take it off. This is pretty tame. We had that happen with Jackson last time in Splash Mountain. He left his hat on, and typically some people can just turn him backwards, and it'll be okay because it doesn't grab air from um, the ride. But he did not. I managed okay, you just, to... Okay, you just want a brag moment here. <laughs> this is like my one brag moment, but we have <laughs> no photographic evidence of this because it is the one ride from our trip that we do not have a photo pass photo Right. From, and I think it's because I blocked the camera when this happened. I, Brooklyn and I were sitting in the row behind you and Jackson on Splash Mountain. We go down the hill, off flies his hat. I instinctively, with my non-dominant hand, reach up and snag his hat out of midair and pulled it down. Now, in the process, I also slammed my hand into Brooklyn's wrist on the bar. And we then had to go get ice right wrist 
but and, I saved the hat. And considering she was not thrilled about writing that to begin with, and yeah, I'm yeah. still not sure we're gonna get her on it again. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, she says she will. This time, I hopefully don't have to toss her over my shoulder. So, get. recapping. Big things that you need to make sure you buy ahead of time, thinking about wanting to take with you extra shoes, Mm -hmm. extra socks, including for those toddlers. I know they're going to be in the stroller a lot, but extra outfits. Sometimes we will, if if we know it's going to be a really wet day or we know there's a chance we're going to need to change clothes, we may bring an extra outfit and throw it in a locker or when we had a stroller, keep it in the stroller. Um, Definitely extra outfits for littles. Yeah, and um, with that, if you have littles that are still getting sick, spitting up bottles, that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you might want to bring an extra shirt for you <laughs> because when they get spit up on you, then you're stuck. Right. And then you have to go to the Emporium and buy new clothes. Right. Which is not really a problem for me because I really <laughs> like shopping at Disney, but my budget says otherwise. Um Here's the thing I like about prepping and planning some of these items ahead of time and not just being like, oh, well, I can buy that at the parks. A, you're going to save money. Right. You know what you have and you can better plan for each day that you're going to be at the parks because you already have those items. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, I think it just helps, like for me as somebody who has anxiety, it helps me feel a little more secure about, okay, I have the things that I have. We can, this is what we're doing. This is our plan. And it just helps me prepare for it a little bit better. So my big things, poncho, sweatshirt or jacket, uh, quick dry shoes, extra outfits, sunscreen, right. sunglasses, hat. If you like wearing one, don't have to. Don't have to. Um, be cautious though. If you don't wear a hat and you traditionally have a a part in your hair, men or women. If you if you have a, a solid part, or you're bald, or yeah, um, it's gonna get red. Yeah, put some sunscreen there too. Um, and we've said it, you know, bring a backpack, right? Some sort of bag, some sort of backpack, something that's comfortable to keep mm-hmm. on um, right. for longer periods of time. You are gonna have either souvenirs that you buy that you want to put in there, extra items, water bottles. Um, Just thought of some. Phone charger. Phone charger. Yep. So. Yeah, we always take, you can get the fuel rods and exchange them in the parks, but on really busy days, they're gone. They're gone. Yep. Get one online from Amazon. They're Mm -hmm. fairly cheap now. And uh, take it with you. And get one that doesn't weigh a whole lot. I have a really amazing one in my Halo, but it weighs a a ton. ton. Right. The nice thing is it can charge two devices at once. But you can jumpstart the monorail. Jump, you can jumpstart a car with it. It's fantastic. But because it has that kind of power, it's heavier. Um, get one that doesn't weigh very much because those backpacks do start getting weighed down mm-hmm. the more stuff that you are putting in them. Right. The other thing I would add in there, I think, I just thought of this as far as... I always keep things like extra hand sanitizer, wipes. Like right. I always usually take a little thing of baby wipes, even though our kids are older, just because right. stuff gets messy, sticky, mm-hmm. you know, um, anything like that. But uh, take like a small towel or a wash rag. Yeah. <laughs> because if you go to get on like that ride or maybe after it's rained and you want to sit on a bench or yeah. a chair, 
take that yep. just that little hand towel or something in your bag and you can wipe stuff down real quick and not have to sit on a wet seat right and i think the other thing when it comes to clothes that we have to kind of think about is not necessarily in the parks yeah but if you have any dinner reservations at any oh, yeah. of nice signature restaurants that's true like specifically thinking of grand floridian because they got a couple mm-hmm. and you got california grill over contemporary there's actually there's actually quite a few right um when we were talking about this earlier we mentioned it let me look here um okay disney food blog has a whole article i'll link this in the show notes as well disney food blog has a whole article um about dress codes dining dress codes at disney for the most part your dress codes at disney especially in the parks is pretty casual right you know please don't wear anything offensive (laughs) um you know don't the actual rule from disney is proper attire including shoes and shirts must be worn at all times the parks are a casual family oriented environment shorts jeans t-shirts tank tops sweatshirts sneakers sandals flip-flops you're all good and for the most part in most restaurants that's gonna fly completely things you can't wear in there swimsuits yeah um you know super offensive anything offensive yeah i mean you you cannot walk into disney parks with something that says the full language of fu right like it's not it's not gonna fly right um for that reason but there are those signature or fine dining restaurants mostly outside of the theme parks there's a couple exceptions to that but most of them do have a dress code and it's pretty lenient it's Mm -hmm. pretty open the big things are like no ripped jeans no ripped clothing or cutoffs no offensive language and no tank tops Right. That's like the big one is no tank tops. Sundresses that have thinner right. straps are fine as long as they're not like right. super I, revealing. Right. And tank tops is really kind of being pushed towards the guys. Like yeah. seeing multiple vlogs where guys are going up to California Grill and they get up there and they're wearing a tank top and they give them a shirt to wear. Mm-hmm. And then also you can't wear your hat. Yeah, no hats. Which... I would think that one that's like a fedora, like a really nice one that they would... No hats. No hats is the... Too bad for paging Mr. Morrow. He takes his off. (laughs) He's shocked every time that he's bald. Um, There are some exceptions that, again, I'm going to link this um, article from Disney Food Blog because it really is an an expansive uh, rundown of which locations have a higher... Uh, dress code the biggest one though that i'm seeing is victoria and albert's yeah it's fancy it's like fancy fancy it's like wear a dinner jacket with dress pants right or a cocktail dress or business right like true business like dressy right now right now it's not open right but they did just announce this last week that it will be opening soon yeah so it's not it's going away. No. No. It's there's a lot of people who still really want it. Yeah. Um, want it back. So that is definitely one where uh, you know Right. 
you need to plan for that. Now, most people, if you have a nice dining reservation, you're probably not going straight from the park and being hot, sweaty, wet, you know, right. stuff all day and going straight to that restaurant. You could. Could. With the exception of Victoria and Albert's for the most part. But right. Most of them, you could get away with a nice pair of dress short, like a dressier shorts, like a golf short, right. khaki shorts, um, and a nicer, you know, think like a button down yeah. that's like a printed like button a Hawaiian down. Hawaiian shirt yeah. or, yeah. Um, a polo, a nice golf polo, shirt. golf shirt, you know, something for the guys, ladies, you can do like a, you know, again, nice pair of nicer shorts, right? cute top, like, it doesn't mean that you have to go back to the resort and get dressed up to be able to go to some of these. No, but you can. But you, you can, and there is a way to do that that is... <laughs> Why we had four <laughs> Amazon packages on our porch oh, this afternoon. Yeah. Um, that is my favorite thing and the thing that I am spending the most money on right now trying to get prepped. Jeremy keeps bringing right. up all these practical things that we need to take with us. And I'm like, I need more outfits. Right. Um, I love Disney bounding. Yep. We've done it a little bit before. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let you explain what Disney bounding is. <laughs> okay. I'm going to look up the official. Ooh, official. Official. Well, this was an article from the Today Show. Um, and Disney bounding and the term Disney bounding came from a blogger. Uh, her name is. I can't think Somewhere of her name. Somewhere in there. Leslie K. <laughs> there you go. I'm like, it's K. It's K something, but I. Yeah. K is a family name for me, like, and so I think of it as like a first name, not a last name. So um, Leslie K. And almost 10 years ago, she was planning for a trip. She was literally Disney bound. And she was sharing her outfit inspiration. So in the early days of Pinterest, there was this app called Polyvore. And you could put together all these different outfit inspirations and people would create this whole kind of dream board of an outfit and it's got like the white background and you'd have the different outfit pieces laid out from the shoes to the jewelry and the top and or the dress um and gave you like an, an inspiration an idea well she used that and created all of these outfits that she wanted to dress like her favorite character so she describes um, Disney bounding as it's a subtle way to dress as your favorite character without being in costume while sporting your own personal style, whatever that may be. She also says that it's about using clothing items you find in your own closet or locally that you can base off of. I love this. I love seeing people dressed up as different, right. what we now call Disney bounding. Right. It's like a whole following of things. Lots of annual pass holders do it. You know, families can do it. Right. And we're seeing it more and more whenever yeah. we go to the parks. It, yep. It's definitely become a, a bigger thing. Mm -hmm. uh, I love it because I can take stuff that I'm either going to wear again. Right. Um, or that I already own. Right. And can turn into my favorite character. Now, I know that Leslie has said before that it's, she didn't like come up with the idea of dressing 
like a character, you know, and suddenly like mm-hmm. people have worn polka dots to kind of look like Minnie Mouse for years right. and years and years. She's not like the first one who ever came up with this idea, but the name stuck. Right. Um, with her her blog um, name became a verb. Right. And I think this is a good way to dress Disney in the parks if you don't necessarily want to go and buy like Disney t-shirts mm-hmm. that you're not necessarily going to wear again right outside the parks. Right. The only time we've really worn our Disney like shirts that we've had custom made for trips and things like that is to to bed like as right. pajamas I mean, and I wear some of my Disney shirts to work. But yeah. But whatever. not like not the not like ones the that we ones. not the yeah. custom ones. Right. Um I mean we do wear Disney based clothing um character t-shirts and right. you know like one of my favorite ones of yours is your akuna matata one like uh-huh. we wear that but it's not necessarily like you're just sharing like hey this is something i love the same way that you right. wear a chief shirt or you know a different sport shirt or like right. something versus actually dressing in a way that is like yeah a character a that character. you love i need to say this there is no, it's not, you're not allowed to fully dress like a character, like right. head to toe. You are decked out in the whole costume, the big poofy right. dress, you know, for the princess, all the things, unless you are under the age of 13. Right. Do not even try it. You will not be you let in. You won't get past security. The only time that adults really get to go full out in those kinds of costumes is for the Halloween parties. Right. There are specific times when Disney allows it in in those instances. But again, you cannot be so elaborate that you could be mistaken for a cast member character. Right. There are still limitations to that. Again, though, if you are basically 10 and under, like if you if you are still look like a kid. Right. You're going to be able to do that full out if you want to. We see princesses all the time. I love being at the park and addressing them as princess. Um, right. you know, in, and, you know, telling them how beautiful they look and, and, right. you know, depending on their character, maybe an attribute about that princess, you know, how brave you are, um, how, you know, smart mm-hmm. you are, you know, like, yep. whatever that may be. Like, I love being able to lift them up in that. So right. be advised, Disney bounding is not costuming. Right. So what are some good ideas for Disney bounding? Of course, the princesses. It's easy. You okay. can usually get away with the colored dress that, that matches and some accessories. Works great. You came up with one earlier that I really, really liked when we were talking about this. Which one was that? The Monsters, Inc.? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's a fairly easy one. Especially in if you're going to Magic Kingdom because mm-hmm. you got Monsters, Inc. Lab 4 right there. Yeah. So especially if it's... A parent and like a single kid, mm-hmm. that'd be real easy to do. Especially a little girl. Right. One dresses in green, the other one blues and purples. Mm-hmm. And then dressed a little girl up like boo. Mm-hmm. You're going to do kind of the pinks or the purples, like the right. light purple um, for her. And actually, I even commented on um, somebody in the WDW Radio Clubhouse got their pictures back from Run Disney. Mm-hmm. Every single photo, her, she's wearing green, first right. of all, like just 
not as Mike Wazowski, but she was wearing green. Almost every photo that she got back, her face is covered by somebody else, by their hands, by <laughs> body, like the way that it is. I was like, it's a Mike Wazowski moment. Like, and she didn't even mean for it to be, but you can take whatever your favorite character is. So we've talked about doing up um, right. characters from up for us as a couple, um, which is hard because we're not, I feel like the the ones that I keep looking at they're when they're older. Right. <laughs> We need like, I'm like the Carl the, and Elliot in front of us. I need the Carl and Elliot that's younger, but <laughs> right. I, you know, the thing about that is most people aren't going to get it, right. and we're going when it's hot, right? Which means you are I, not I, wearing I'm a dress shirt wearing, and yeah, sport coat in the park and sweater vest, and yeah, no, I'm not going through all that. It's not happening. I like really dressing up like Mickey, Minnie, like just you can go basic colors, you know, and just right. color block. That's super easy. Star Wars is a super easy one mm-hmm. um, as well. You know, you can really get away with that pretty easily. Um, we've also done as a family, we've done Peter Pan. Right. Peter Pan's an easy one because you can typically get like a shirt like Smee's. So like the mm-hmm. blue and white stripe. You Somebody Hook. wears green. Hook's real easy. easy. Red and black. Um Tinkerbell is really easy. Peter Pan's really easy. You just right. kind of color block that and can dress that up or down. Um, I actually did a reel the other day that like, I just had on a, a green shirt and my gold earrings. And I was like, that's my tink. Right. Disney bound for today. And my Pirates one was um, a real loose, flowy, maroon shirt. like. Yep. And some good pirate jewelry, you know, like in a, in a belt. Um, Mm -hmm. You can take it as far as you want as, you know. As long as you're not mistaken as as a cast member. Going and mistaken as a cast member. But I mean, as far as like stuff that you just own. Stuff that you could wear to just go out anywhere. Like that, that's the point of Disney Bounty. It's not costuming. It's not cosplay. Right. It's, you could go out and just go do anything in this outfit and it is perfectly right. acceptable as right. a it common is, right outfit. this happens when you're at disney it fits who that character is so kind right. of think like what would your modern take be on that character mm-hmm. going just out to do daily life right that's a great way to think about it like what would that what would a a, a quote unquote human mickey mouse Right. Look like, right? Like, mm-hmm. he's probably going to wear a black shirt. Right. Right? He's probably going to wear yep. um, Some red, red red shorts. Yep. Or red pants, right? Yep. He's probably going to wear yellow shoes. Mm-hmm. Like, Pull out the yellow Crocs. Yep. Like, you can, right there, there's your Mickey. Right. You know, like, that's, thinking of it in terms of, like, this is what I would just wear out, but could right. be, like, a modern twist or a human twist on that character right. and what they would wear for everyday life yep. is a great way to Disney bound. Um, I prefer dressing in the parks as like, I don't like just the t-shirt and athletic shorts type. Right. There are times when I meet with cast members or I go to do things and I see those pictures. And for me personally, I feel kind of frumpy. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have the same magic level for me. Again, though, my kids are bigger. 
right. when the kids were little, it was what was it, ever was comfortable. Well, yep. And I still think it's, you still want to be comfortable. Yes. It's whether your you kids are older or if it's just like the two of us going, still be comfortable. I am always blown away by the women who wear heels at Disney I, World. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. I don't it. know how they do it either. I assume don't that they're know. only going to be there for a short amount of time because. How do you think Captain Hook does it? He does it all the time. Yeah, but those are like boots. Yeah, kind of. That's different than like. Right. I, I see women in like heel sandals. Like, yeah. I, I just don't get it. I don't. I don't right. know how you do that. I'm. I'm just hmm. still trying to figure out how to make my leopard print um, tennis shoes work with all of my outfits right now. Well, I guess we'll have to figure it out or Buy or shoes. shopping. <laughs> Time to go shopping. I hope this helps you as you're trying to plan your Disney trip and thinking through some of those major necessity things that you need to get and maybe mm-hmm. thinking through, hey, here are the things that I would want to plan for and take with me and shop for before my trip. Right. And I think we would love to hear your ideas. Yes. Please. We're going to share stuff on this on Twitter and Instagram. So if you're not following us, please follow us. Tell your friends. Help us grow. But share your ideas of what you like to take to the parks. Yeah. And why. Why? I mean, yeah. you know, sometimes people will say, I, I really like this item. Like, or I always take this with me. And I'm like, okay, but why? Like, right. that's an odd one. Why do you always take that? Right. Like, so yeah. tell us tell us what you take, why, and... Um, Any good Disney bounding ideas. Yes. I so. need some new ideas. I've got one in the works. But my dress isn't gonna be here for a couple of weeks still. Oh, I'm really hmm. excited. I'm really excited. If I can pull this one off, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be excited if I can pull this one off. But we'll see. I'll let you guys know. Okay. So with that, please go out and find your joy and have a magical week. Bye.